Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Jesus was telling us here is you gotta, you gotta realize how awful this stuff is. You need to take it seriously, so seriously that you're willing to do anything to stop it in your life. Today is the day for salvation. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he explains to you the destruction that sin creates. Jesus has defeated the power of sin and death. But Pastor Robert urges you that you've got to respond to God's knocking on your heart. Receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour today. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Everything's predictable. Everything works in a certain way because God made it to be so. And a part of that is that he chose to give us humans a capacity to love. With that came the capacity to make independent decisions. And with that, the perfect harmony was fractured because Adam chose right back in the beginning to eat something that wasn't his to eat. And so he, he broke the creation. Everything worked perfectly. Everything was working smoothly. Everything was as it should be until Adam acted in a way that was not in harmony with the rest. He rebelled against God. And every time you or I embrace an attitude or engage in an act that's in conflict with God's original design for his creation, we inflict further damage to it. We inflict further damage to humanity as a being and to the world that God created to function as an integrated system. In other words, every decision you make has consequences, not just for you, for the world around you for the people around you. And every time you choose sin, there are negative consequences, not just for you, but for the people in your world, people who don't even know you. Therefore, Jesus said in verse 8, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or feet to be cast into the everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out, cast it from you. It's better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Now again, 
Jesus was using a literary device to emphasize the seriousness of our choices. He was neither advocating the use of a cement necklace nor the practice of self-mutilation. Cutting off your hand wouldn't eliminate the temptation to steal any more than gouging out one eye would eliminate the temptation toward greed or lust or whatever. You can steal just as well with one hand as the other. That's not what he was saying. What Jesus was advocating here was a serious and decisive stance with regard to the temptations we face. A sober and circumspect posture toward eternity. You see, Jesus, Jesus was confronting the fact that we tolerate too much in ourselves. You know, this time in Costa Rica was a really interesting time for me. It was funny because as soon as my teacher found out that I was a pastor, she pigeonholed me, you know, which is normal. I get that a lot. She said, oh, well, I'm a Catholic, but I'm not a fanatic. So she kept repeating that over and over. I'm a Catholic, but I'm not a fanatic. And I just let things go for the first couple of weeks. And uh, we had some great conversation. We had some really interesting conversations about Christianity, about the Bible, about modern culture, because the school has a bit of an agenda to undermine biblical perspective on family and culture and these kind of things. It was not a Christian language school that I attended. And I had a a really good time with this teacher. Hopefully I left her with some some questions. And... uh, because she, I, I could tell she really didn't know what to make of me because, you know, here's this bald-headed white guy who believes the Bible is true. And, you know, that, there's an image. You know what I'm saying? That's like, it's fascinating. One day she, we were talking, and, and I told her that my wife's first question to me, because there are a lot of these questions, you know, would come up for us to have dialogue in Spanish. And... Um, I said, yeah, I hate those kind of questions. That's the kind of, my wife loves those kind of questions. First question she ever asked me was, what's your favorite word in the English language? (laughs) Yeah, you guys all, you get it immediately. You girls are like, yeah, that's a great question. So what did you, what did you say? Yeah, I hate those kind of questions. But. She said to me, my teacher, I'm not going to tell you. My teacher, my teacher said to me, I'll tell you later. My teacher said, my teacher said to me, my, my favorite word in the English language is tolerance. And I said, oh, okay. Because we'd been talking about culture. We'd been talking about, you know, the biblical truth and, you know, different, different things. And, of course, she had already labeled me as being a hateful, obnoxious, bigoted Bible believer, you know, obviously I must hate everybody who doesn't agree with me and this kind of stuff. So she was, it was a little jab, you know, and then later when she found out that my wife had been, you know, she was a lesbian when we first met and that God had done this transformation inside her that just completely recreated Elizabeth. She really didn't know what to do with that. You know, it's, it's like, wait, what? 
Listen, if we understand the damage that sin does to us, the damage that sin does to the people around us, the potential. You know, I think about this, I think about this so often. You know, what, what if Elizabeth had believed the lie that she could never change, that, that God didn't want her to change, that she was fine just that, just that way? I mean, we've, Elizabeth and I have had an amazing life together because God did a transforming work in her, and he did a transforming work in me. Do you understand what I'm saying? What if she had believed that nonsense, that God intended for her to be a lesbian, and she would always be a lesbian, and she would never be able to change, and there was that she shouldn't change, that she was perfect just the way she was, and yada, yada, yada. That's just so much nonsense. We're all, every single one of us is so messed up by sin. It's not the actions. The actions are the result of the fact that we're so messed up by sin. The sin causes the action. And what Jesus was telling us here is you got you to realize how awful this stuff is. You need to take it seriously, so seriously that you're willing to do anything to stop it in your life, whatever it takes. You got to cut off a hand, cut off a hand. You got to gouge out an eye, gouge out an eye. You got to remove yourself from the internet, remove yourself from the internet. Whatever you got to do in order to put a stop to the sinful conduct. In the last part of verse 9, he said, it's better for you to enter into life with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Now, in that verse, Jesus affirms the existence of the fires of hell. And he clearly encourages us to live life with a focus on life. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 41, Jesus said that hell was created for the devil and his angels. In other places, he refers to it as a place of outer darkness. That's always been a, that's been a description that, that it's just always fascinated me. Outer darkness. You know, what does he mean by that? Outer darkness. That place that's completely outside. That's what he means. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus's life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.